you might be on TikTok and you might see a little fat ass and you're like, oh shit. Let me like this for the algorithm, you know what I'm saying? I met this Filipino and she was jalapeno, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can't play no Apex, man. Your aunt got me over here unfollowing bitches. That's fire. Where y'all get this from? That just feels like, oh! It's like Danny Brown, show, sit back, relax your eye, ready now, why you make studios? It's like Danny Brown, show, we about to get live, let's go! It's like Danny Brown show, sit back, relax your eye, ready now, while you make studios. It's like Danny Brown show, we about to get live, let's go. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What up, though? What's your boy? It's your boy Danny Brown live from Wild May Studios. It's the Danny Brown Show. I got the booth boys with me. What's up, fellas? What up, what man? You always know it's a good time when the dog join in, man. Yeah, man. It's, um, I'm excited, man. It's my birthday. So I'm about to be 42 years old, man. A fucking old man. I don't I I, I never thought like um you know, being this age, people always look at it like being old. I still feel like I'm fucking 20. Am I the only one that feel like that? Like, no matter how fucking old you get, you like, shit, man, I still feel like I'm fucking 16 or something. Like, where the fucking all the time go? Yeah, I'm the same way, dude. Yeah, man. Like, even when I turned 30, it was like, fuck, this shit feels like 20. So I don't know. Maybe that's what age is, man. It's, 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 all, it's all in the mind, actually. I seen that. You ever seen that shit? They said Prince never celebrated any of his birthdays. I'm the only one that know about that. Yeah, he said that's the way he never aged. If you don't think about no birthdays, he never celebrated. He never fucking, you think, Prince? Look at that. That nigga still look the goddamn same. Shit. Fuck fitting all, man. They even got my dog, Prince, man. But yeah, the man, um, South by Southwest, man, is always a good time. So I'm happy to get out here and, you know, hopefully see some new bands, see some new music that I didn't know. That's that's one of the main things I really feel like South by Southwest is all about is discovering new shit. More so than like, you know, going out and seeing all the biggest shows and seeing all the biggest artists and stuff. It's like really, you know, just go out, check out check out the scene, you know, hit up 6th Street, hit a few bars or whatever, you know what I'm saying, and just see who playing, you know. And you always get put up on some good shit like that. I would say um or even like some some like going to festivals and shit. I always like look at the um the, the the early splots like like the small names on the flyer type shit and go check out and see see what they got going on because for the most part them motherfuckers in one year could be the fucking biggest artists in the world so you never know who you're getting a chance to see you know just starting out and everything so I'm I'm really excited about I mean I'm, I can't say I'm so much excited for fucking playing a show on my birthday but it almost feels like um like Austin you know it's almost like a fucking reunion for me man almost like i feel like every south by southwest i mean before the you know pandemic and all that happened they were always i would always have like a nice show they would always give me you know a nice birthday gift to pull up and and you know sing some rap songs but i always would be so fucking wasted cuz it's my birthday but this year you know we coming down to your boy go check in so I, I will have a few drinks but i'm not trying to get all blacked out drunk you know i'm not trying to get on my Danny Brown shit this this year around. I'm getting too old, man, and shit don't, I will say, man, it don't, I, I, I can't really fucking um, shake it like I used to, you know? I used to be able to have some drinks and 
wake up. It was like nothing happening now. Oh, my God. If I get too drunk, I feel like I'll be hangover for like three days, man. So got to hydrate, get some Pedialyte. You know what I'm saying? Get some little Pedialyte. They actually make these um, hangover patches. Y'all ever seen them? No. How do those yeah. work? You, you put a patch on before you start drinking. And then you just drink all night or whatever the fuck. Then you wake up in the morning, you're not hungover anymore. They actually work. I get them off. I get them door dashed to me sometimes. <laughs> we don't know I'm going to have, yeah, the rescue, the good patch. All of them, they got all type of different brands, man. But I will say these do work. So if you, um, you know, you're having hangover problems and shit, you know, you can take one of these. They also say they work good for, um, you know, some people get sick on going on like airplanes and shit. You can take this and, um, you know, you won't get sick on an airplane, so. Shouts out to the hangover patch. I mean, I, I really feel like they shouldn't be making shit like this, man. Just, just encouraging people to drink more. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. I just go get a patch. Turn up. Nah, that ain't it. So you always know, man, you can hit me up at Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. Also, you can leave voicemails at 512-522-9256. That's 512-922-0922. Oh, well, whatever, man. Y'all say the fucking number every episode. You guys can get it. All right, we're going to jump into some Ask Danny's, man. First one we got is right in advice. Ask Danny. Hi, Danny. I've been making beats and producing for around four years now, and I think I'm pretty good at it. But I've always wanted to be an artist, rap, sing on my own beats. Lyrics have always been something I struggle with, and I was wondering if you had any tips or advice. I write almost every day, and I think I improve a little bit, but I feel like I have so much to say without being able to express it in the rhymes. I think, um... You know, you said you write every day, so that's good. Just, you know, to keep your sword sharp or whatever and just keep on the pen. But I think more so than writing every day, you just literally have to write all the time. Like your whole brain has to be, you have to be, like anytime you get like dead air or like dead space, that's one thing about me too. I still got it in me. Um, no matter what I'm doing, if I'm just like hanging out, you know, I'm just like chilling. I might be sometimes like just talking to the homies and for a second, I'll just go blank inside my mind and I'm actually rapping all the fucking time. Like if I'm just walking up a street or something, I would just start rapping in my head. So when you think of cool shit, you just got to write it down constantly, constantly writing down shit, constantly writing down shit. And then instead of like sitting down to try to like write a song and be like, I'm going to write a song, I'm going to write a song or you know, you got all these different notes and shit to pull from and you know, it, 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 it just makes shit. I feel like it's more so you come and prepare to write instead of just sitting down and just trying to think of some shit. Because that's pretty much like freestyling in some sense. You're just sitting there writing whatever come to your brain, the first thoughts and shit, and you're just putting that shit down. I like to be more prepared with my writing and just, you know. So I write all the time. And then when it's time for me to write a song, I sit down. I got all these notes and stuff like that. I figure um, I think anybody, like, you know, like far as musicians or anybody that's into writing, you know, I feel like that's the, the, the trick. The trick is not necessarily sitting down to try to write. The trick is just writing all the fucking time. And then when you sit down, you, you prepare. I feel like that's what a lot of stand up comedies, um, comedians do as well. You just have to always be writing because you never know. It be it sucks, too. Sometimes you can be in bed getting ready to go to sleep. And then there's one line just popping your head. and You're like, fuck, I need to go write that down. Because if you don't, you always say to yourself, I remember it. I remember it. You ain't going to remember that shit. That shit going to disappear like it ain't shit. So like being in a shower or something, come up with a bar, got to hop my naked ass out all soapy and shit, grabbing my phone, could barely fucking type the bar in. But I feel like when you put that much work into it, that's how you, you know, you're always going to be, you're always going to be able to um, write cool shit because you prepared, you know. So shouts out to you. Hopefully you, it gets better with, um, with your, with your what you're writing and everything. So um, next up, we got um, Filipinos and rap songs. 
Hi, Danny. I'm Jose from the Philippines. I've been listening to your songs for years now because of how stylish and unique your music is. Found out from the podcast that you're part Filipino, and it got me wondering, why do rappers mention Filipino women way more than any other nationalities and rap song is there a special connection between filipinos and black communities in america hope to see you on tour in the philippines one day i would definitely come and watch love and peace jose um i think because you could just rhyme so much cool shit with it i mean for the most part i think they always just i met this i, I think i had one i met this filipino and she was jalapeno you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it's just you got it just rhymes with a lot of cool shit i mean it's it's the it's the it's the pino you know what i'm saying but yeah i am a quarter filipino my um my grandma's filipino my dad's half filipino so yeah man i grew up a lot um as me being a um first child i'm the oldest i will um i feel like we tend to um w- wish we was the only child kind of shit <laughs> So I would go just spend uh, I would go live with my grandma My Filipino grandma I would go live with her Just because I was like the only child I would be by myself there And then, um, and you know Just growing up in that culture man She she was crazy man I would say man My grandma was like She's pretty much like a hoarder In some sense But she was like She had like She was the type of person That would like go to like A Salvation Army and shit And she would just be like I'm about to buy a shit ton of clothes And buy a whole bunch of shit And I'm gonna send it back To the Philippines To my family and shit But she would never send that shit And it would just be clothes And shit piled up everywhere She was like I'm gonna send it to the Philippines I'm gonna send it to the Philippines But she would never send shit To the Philippines I miss my grandma I actually need to see her I haven't seen her in years To be honest man But I do want to go to the Philippines I mean I was actually playing I was trying to do like a documentary Type of shit Where I go back to the Philippines With my grandma You know meet my Meet my family out there And just you know Live out there, man. See, see, see how was see how it is out there. So, I'm really, um, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely want to go do it, but I feel like you know, my grandma, man, I, I would love to do that with her. So, you know, shots out to everybody in the Philippines, Manila, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Next up, we got exotic McDonald's. How's it, um? All right, whatever. First off, I know you're a Burger King kind of guy, but when you travel, I also. Know that you enjoy the finer things as well, such as filet fish and a McRib. Yes, I do. As someone who traveled the world, my question to you, what is the most exotic thing you've seen on a McDonald's menu? Big fan of your podcast, your music, and especially your live show. It's Dave. Um, yeah, man, you go around the world, um, McDonald's, they always got weird shit going on. But I think um, the craziest for me probably will be in Hawaii, and they put a fucking... Um, they put a pineapple on a fucking burger or some shit. The fucking pineapple burger or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it didn't really. It didn't really look too appealing to me. But I guess, um, yeah, a hula burger, that's what it's called. What is that? That look like fish, though. All right. And all this, what's the Catholic McDonald's? What's going on right now? Some meatless burger where they put pineapple instead of uh, the meat. No, that's disgusting. (laughs) I love pineapples too, but I don't want it on no bread. That just doesn't make any sense to me, man. You know, it's going to bread going to get all soggy because the pineapple, pineapple's like juicy and shit, get all wet. Like, that's disgusting. One thing I do hate is fucking soggy buns, man. Like, you ever fucking, um, Especially, that's why I don't order um, burgers off like DoorDash or Uber Eats and shit. They come and they be fucking all sloppy and shit, fucking bottom bun and be all wet and shit. I can't eat that shit. That shit is disgusting, man. But yeah, 
Shouts out to Hawaii, man. I really love Hawaii, man. I will say, man, Hawaii is dangerous at nighttime, though, man. You got to watch yourself trying to hang out going to the nightclub. They got them big-ass Samoan niggas and shit. Them niggas love to fight. They just be picking on you for no reason, man. I swear to God. I damn near one, one night I went out in Hawaii, my dad ain't got like three fights for no reason. I wouldn't, I know, I know it sounds like no reason, but this is way before, this, this, uh, this is way before my alcoholic arc. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't even drinking like that then. I was doing my Molly and shit back then, but everywhere I went, they just was picking on me, man. But I did look a little weird probably. That's when I used to have a little like little swoop hairstyle and shit. So they're like, look at this gay motherfucker. And pressing me and shit. They was pressing me. I got scared. I actually took my ass. I took my ass. Because we, um, we used to always go, every time I would like have a um, show in Australia, instead of just flying straight to Australia, you know that shit kind of fucks with you a little bit. We'll go to LA for like a day. Then fly to Hawaii for like a few days. Then fly to um, Australia because it'll break it up and shit. So um, I miss Australia too, man. I ain't going to lie, man. Good old Melbourne. Sydney. I love y'all, man. Hopefully I'll be out there soon. All right. Next up, we got girlfriend stalking my social media. I mean, hey, that's what they do. <laughs> my girl be on my shit. I can't like shit. Like, follow, it'll be a beef. But uh, I'm 22 years old, been listening to your music for a long time now, and I'm loving this show. Even more, but let me cut to the shit. My girl and I live together, have been together for eight months, and everything is pretty cool, but she heavily stalks my social media and get pissed when I like other female pictures. Yeah. Is this her not trusting me? I know there's hella stipulation, but I just want to know if a young man is tripping or if she is. Sometimes I feel like you can't control what you see on other people's story while going through stories, whatever. Holla at me. I know everything you're going through, man. My girl, she be on my ass about that shit. It was actually one point in time my girl was like, you're going to unfollow all those bitches. And I was like, what? What the fuck? I don't even know half these bitches. I just, you know. And she had my ass sit at the computer. I was literally sitting at the computer unfollowing bitches for like two days. Never follow that many people ever again, man. But yeah, I had to sit there. And, and then her nephew was over. He wanted to play the game and shit. He wanted to play Apex. I'm like, man, I can't. We can't play no Apex, man. Your aunt got me over here unfollowing bitches. And he came back. I just seen him not too long ago. He came back. He's like, you still got to unfollow all those girls? Oh, can I play the game now? I'm like, oh, man, that shit been over with, dog. But yeah, um... I'm just not a person that just to be... I like, I'm, I'm almost like, um... My girlfriend's just much more of a realist than I am. I like to live in a fantasy world. So I would never check her shit or go through her shit because I just wanted, you know, I don't want to know because that shit going to hurt. You feel what I'm saying? My girl is one of those type of persons. She just don't give a fuck. She going to check all my shit and go through all my shit and this and that. And in some sense, I mean, I would say I used to hate that shit. And, you know, we'll get into big fights and all that shit. But as time progressed... It just really feel like, man, she just, she really like my fucking guardian angel in some sense, man. It's like she fucking, you know, she she getting all the toxic motherfuckers away from me, all that bullshit out of my life. So now, like I don't even be on social media and doing all that kind of shit like I used to, you know, more. Every now and then, you know, you might be on TikTok and you might see a little fat ass and you're like, oh shit, let me like this for the algorithm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but even that, my girl caught me on that shit, you know, because if you on TikTok... I didn't know this. If you on TikTok and then, you know, they had like the Instagram, you can hit the Instagram. When you hit the Instagram, they're like, I'm like, shit, that motherfucker fat. Let me see it from the side. Let me see a little more angles on this booty. And you hit the Instagram, it comes up as you search the Instagram. So my girl go to my Instagram one day. She's like, who is all these fat bitches you searching? I'm like, I'm not even searching that shit. But then I had to realize, oh, it's when I click from TikTok, it comes up. So yeah, now I got to even watch. I can't even... 
I don't, I don't click the Instagrams no more. I just admire it from afar. <laughs> I don't get that deep into it no more, man. But for real, I really do. I hate, I'm, I still hate that shit because I just feel like, you know, I mean, but I, I've, I've done a lot of bullshit and, and me and my girl together, we've been at it for, I want to say about five years now, damn near five years or some shit. And she's, I've, I've, I've fucked up a lot. So, you know, at the end of the day, man, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm honored that the girl's still with me, man. She's supposed to have been left my dumb ass, so. That's how you know it's real, true love, man. After all the bullshit I've done, my girl's sticking it out with me, man. So I love you, baby. Thank you. Thank you for holding me down because I don't know what I'd be doing right now without you, you know. I do know what I would be doing without you, and it's not good. So shouts out to you. Next up, we got Dream Blunt Rotation. Hey, Danny, who is your Dream Blunt Rotation? Joe from Houston. Um, I can't say I have a Dream Blunt. I don't have a dream to do drugs with anybody. I mean, you know what I'm saying, but... For the most part, man, I guess I would want to smoke with all the, the real smoking legends. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking, you know, Willie Nelson, um, fucking um, Snoop, of course, motherfucking. Um, I would love to smoke some weed with um, with um, Cheech and Chong or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, all the real deal stoners, you know? What's the one? Seth Rogen? He smokes a lot too, don't he? Like all the real smokers I would love to. Like Wiz Khalifa. He can, with Khalifa currency, you know the real smokers, but for the most part, when you fucking with real smokers, man, they be having that real smoker weed, and um, it probably wouldn't be that much of a good time for me. I know I fuck around and fall asleep. I told you, man, I, I used to be able to handle weed. I used to be able to smoke all day, like I just smoke all fucking day and shit, but now, I don't know, this fucking collar is weird, man. Shouts out to Adish, man. I love, this is one of my favorite brands, man. They always, you know, hit me up, hook me up with some dope shit, man. So, shouts out to Adish, man. I love y'all. And, um, I mean, to be honest, my dream blunt rotation is to nobody. I like to smoke by myself, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Cause smoking, I mean, once you get, I feel like when you be just smoking with people, like, plastic blunts and shit, like, that's like teenage high school shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, once, it, it should be a point of your life when you get old enough to be like, nigga, I ain't hitting no blunt after no niggas. I'm smoking my own blunt. You can smoke your own blunt. I'll give you some weed before I let you hit my weed. Like, you get what I'm saying? You can roll your own shit up. Like, that's how the real rosters do it. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas be doing nasty shit with their moms, man. You ever hit the blunt one time or, you know, pass somebody the blunt, they pass you the blunt back, the motherfucker wet all at the end, brown shit leaking out of it. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? But for some reason, when that brown shit start leaking out, you get a little higher, man. I don't know. Maybe it's the different motherfucker got hepatitis. I don't know, man. But for the most part, man, um, that's that was a weird question. That's what you you had all the questions in the world to think of. You thought about what would Danny Brown dream blunt rotation be? I actually don't know. Um, I used to always talk shit about um people um that didn't smoke blunts and like oh just straight joints and shit. But I've I've gotten older, and um when I used to do shows and shit like tour a lot. And I would be smoking a lot, you know? And there have been times where I've smoked so many blunts that by the time I get on stage, my throat is just like done. And there's nothing you can do. You sound horrible, coughing up green shit. That's when I used to smoke them goddamn Swisher Sweets. Now, I will say once I switched over to Backwoods, um, you know, that I didn't have that much of that problem. But the thing is about Backwoods, you just pretty much, you might as well just smoke a fucking cigarette. You know what I'm saying? Even though I do smoke cigarettes, I wish to quit that too. Which I have quit. A few times smoking cigarettes, man, but cigarettes is one of those things, man. It's, it's kind of triggering. You know what I'm saying? I'm always, I'm used to smoking cigarettes, like doing certain shit. Like if I t before I take a shit, I smoke a cigarette. After I bust a nut, I smoke a cigarette. You get what I'm saying? So it's really hard 
to um, adapt to normal living. <laughs> but, you know, every now and then, I, uh, um, I used to smoke by the fucking curtain at one point in time in my life. That was like the dumbest shit I was doing because I used to live like way far out in like, um, I want to say like more of like a, a woods type of situation, you know. It wasn't really stores that was close to me. And I would have to like, it would probably be like a 10, 15 minute drive to go to the store or some gas station or something like that. So I can't just keep running back and forth grabbing cigarettes. So I used to just buy a carton. But I, what I, shit, I should have known, it made me smoke way fucking more. And it would be times where I would smoke so many fucking cigarettes that I would get sick. And I'd be like sick for like three days and shit like that. Like really just sick. So fuck Newports, man. Like really fuck them, man. Like I try to quit all, that's one, I mean... Like the alcohol, I know I can finish that. I mean, I'm, I, I can't say that I want to stop fucking with marijuana. Like I say, for the most part, if I do, I probably just be eating edibles and shit. But I don't want to smoke. I just don't want to smoke weed no more. It's just, it's just. I'm 42 years old now, guys. You know, you just feel like a fucking loser sitting around smoking blunts all day at 42. Like, what the fuck you got going on? I mean, obviously, I have the leisure to do it because I'm a, I'm an entertainer and I'm, you know. I don't have a real job, I guess. <laughs> this sort of feels like a job to me sometimes, just the fact that I got to get up and got to come here and meet with y'all guys and shit. I be feeling like I'm doing something productive in my life now. Like, you know, I got something to look forward to. Yeah, I was fucking late today, man. I'm always an early guy, you know? But I was fucking late today because fucking ditto. Shouts out to ditto, man. I'm, I'm rushing home to get you, baby. I know, man. I don't like putting her in that fucking kennel, man. But I can't, I can't trust her to just roam the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like... Are you going to come back? Shit going to be fucked up. Like, Ditto is one of those type of dogs, man. She'll just go into the bathroom and just unroll the fucking whole tissue. You just, you you miss her for like, like, what the fuck is Ditto? You go find her shit in the bathroom, just rah, tearing, tearing up a whole roll of tissue is all. You're like, what the fuck is you doing that for? But yeah, that's my baby. I'm just glad that she's back, man. Because when she was sick, man, just seeing her like so lifeless, man, for somebody that I knew had so much fucking energy. She's actually jumping back on the couch now. So her back legs have gotten stronger. Before I came here, I had some Chick-fil-A. She wasn't letting that go down. I put her on the ground thinking she wouldn't be able to jump back on the couch. She figured out how to get her ass up there. She loved those grilled nuggets they got. I always get a little, give her a little piece of it, a grilled nugget. But um, yeah. For the most part, I hope your ass sleep right now because she don't be taking naps like she used to. I have noticed that ever since she gotten better. She used to like sleep during the day, Conda. But no, nah, she like play and run around all day and then at night she just fucking crash. So that's good that she's sleeping all night though. Because when she was sick, man, the worst shit was that she'd be like, she'd be grinding her teeth. She don't do that no more. She'd be like grinding her teeth all night kind of shit. And then like, let's just say like, I want to say like, as soon as you get caught up in like a real deep sleep, She'll just start whining, like, you know, making like little doggy whimpers. And that shit used to fucking make me damn near cry, man. I used to be fucking tormented by that shit. Waking up hearing my dog cry is like, oh, fuck. All right. Next thing we got, weird fridge item. Scott in Florida. Thought I'd flip it on you. Curious about this one. I got a black roommate who doesn't keep much in a fridge, but always has those huge sticks of butter in there. And they seem to get used up pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I asked what it was for one time, and he played it off like he didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> he doesn't cook, so can't be that. He does have a few chicks popping by. Is this a sex thing? LOL, love the show. Now, I don't know nobody that jerk off with butter. I know vegetable oil kind of works a little good, you know what I'm saying? 
But no, nah, man, black people, we got we keep a lot of butter on deck. I will say that, but that's because that's all we cook with. You know what I'm saying? Everything we cook with, we going to use fucking butter. So, but you said he don't cook. He have a few chicks popping by, but he always got huge sticks of butter. I don't know. Maybe the nigga just eating raw dog butter. That might be a thing. I mean, I don't, this one, this is a, this is a weird one. This is a weird one. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one because it, it get used up pretty quick, but he not cooking. I would like to guess that he's probably jacking off with the butter. But it's such, I'm pretty sure it's a cheaper solution. Like, you know, you got so many different solutions. I mean, if you want to be like, I don't know. That's weird, man. I don't know, man. It got, it, I, I, I'm guessing it's a weird sex thing. I will go with that. It's it's a weird sex thing, man. So, but um, I think it's about time for you to start moving out, though. Starting to figure out <laughs> that would be a little creepy, man. That's one thing about me. I never. Um, I mean, I've I've I've, I've say I've, I've like went to like you know when you go like the other other city or something, you like stay with your homie or something. That's like the most I've probably had like a roommate, but I've never had like a, a room. I mean, guess when I was selling crack, you can consider that having a roommate. <laughs> you know, I mean. I guess you can consider that a roommate, but for the most part, for the most part, nah. All right, so we're jumping to some white people shit. White people shit. Um, oh, that weird fridge item. That was actually some black people shit. So <laughs> <laughs> but next up, we got motherfucking um house plants for white people, which I already know where this is going. Love the show. Listen, what do you think of those house plants? Is that some white people shit or am I tripping? No, that's some better living, man. What are you talking about? Anytime you go over somebody's house and they got nice plants and, and a lot of flowers and shit everywhere, man, that's a person that's better living, man. My grandma, that's my black grandma. My black grandma back in Detroit, that's all she fucking do is fucking garden. That's her whole thing, like gardening magazines and fucking plants and flowers and all this type of ill shit. And I think... I ain't even gonna say I think I feel like I know it's what kind of keep her that's what keep her alive kind of because she got her she got kind of something to lift like she grow vegetables and do all this kind of shit and I really feel like that's what keep my grandma kind of young and like like cause she got to go out in the garden all day she digging up weeds and doing shit and to keep her active you know and then she I will say one thing about my grandma she um she used to work at Chrysler you know the, you know one of the big threes if you're from Detroit you already know what's up so this one Chrysler job took care of my fucking whole family like she bought our kids houses like my grandma is a real boss bitch you know what I'm saying so um she had got hurt on a job and when she got hurt you know they had to, I mean she hurt herself real bad so she pretty much lost the job or whatever and get like, I don't know how that worked out, insurance or some shit. And then she just really started going hard with the gardening and then being more health conscious because she knew she couldn't really, um, you know, be that active and do too much. So she would like, you know, she would always just kind of like, um, you know, keep healthy shit around and just like, you know, always do active shit. Like she'll go walking and I will say I watch my grandma like really, she's like probably one of the healthiest persons I know, man, to be honest. Like she's literally on it all day. And... She got the plants, she got the garden, she got all that. So I wouldn't say um, plants is um, white people shit, man. I think it's just real. It's just people that's better living, man, you know? And plus, you know, you know niggas like the botany. We like the green shit, you know what I'm saying? So that is that. All right, next up, we got some freestyles, huh? Let me hear you bust a freestyle. We do. So first up, we got Dom Barron. Don Barron. Don Barron, Albuquerque, New Mexico. What's up, Danny? I'm going to hit you with a freestyle off the top. No bullshit. 
I don't fuck with biters, give me your hard drive I'll rip out the wires, get your braces on my face I'll rip out the wires, damn, give me a flyer I'm gonna throw it in the place where I start my fires Ooh, bro, your teeth are worn down, I got my incisors I'm wired, your shit is tired hey, Yo, raps put me to sleep, and my raps put me in geek I'm a miner, <laughs> underground But I bet you fuck with miners, like, oh, wow Damn, stay away from him, I don't like his style Damn, Dom with the cap, all black Got the liquid death man in the gold I'm flat fucking bars. I don't need anything. I'll send my shit to Mars. Ricochet off a planet. Like, you know that bar you had with Aesop Rock? That shit was damaged. Ooh, that shit was hot. Uh, damn. He the fucking bomb. Uh, your mans. He been on the block. Uh, making that bomb fucking drop. Uh, tsunami wave hit the reactor and it go go pop Hit your chick from the back, back go pop I don't really need nothing but the mic and the spot and the crowd And I make that shit jump, jump, jump I don't need no 90s references to show you that I can fucking run uh, Rock all the shit, fuck it all up That was it, no more freestyle for your ass That was it, haha, <laughs> bye I bet you this nigga do this shit all the time you ever met, you know, you like you be at like a house party or something, or you be like chilling at a function, it's that one motherfucker that just always rapping or just keep rapping. This motherfucker rap by himself. I bet you he do that. I'm I'm actually um a little bit scared of you, to be honest. <laughs> for real. I am. I am kind of scared of you. You know how they be like, man, rappers don't be living their raps. For some reason, man, I believe everything you say. And I know you live by that shit, so I ain't fucking with you, man. I ain't even I'm pretty sure you can do some other cooler shit than that. I'm 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 positive you can, but um keep it up. I guess. I don't wanna say this nigga, he he seemed like one of the type of motherfuckers, man. You say some crazy shit, he gonna be at the dough. Like right now, like type shit. Like, you know, so it was real bizarre too. But I will say, man, that's 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 some real white rapper shit going on right there. That was some real white rapper shit. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll hear a song, you don't know how you look, but sometimes you can hear it, you'll be like, oh, this nigga white. <laughs> this a white dude. I, I'm pretty sure if I just heard you and didn't see you, I'd be like, oh yeah, this nigga white, so. Shouts out to all the white rappers, man. It's, I told you it's always crazy when you do hear a white rapper, or you or that time, or sometimes when you, you hear a rapper, and you be like, oh, you think the nigga black and shit, and then you look up, then a nigga be white, then a motherfucker. Like, what the fuck is going on? That's like that thing that y'all see fucking Logic cover Ice Cube. Today was a good day. No. It was the most whitest shit ever, man. <laughs> Shouts out to Logic. Let's get the. You got another one? Yeah, next up we got Cyrus G. What's up, Danny Brown and company? My name is Kane. I go by Cyrus the Great. Uh, I've only been listening for a little while, but I am a longtime fan, Danny Brown. Um, I got something I want you to hear. So, it goes. I am the everyman, salt to the earth, exalted since birth. I'm the suds in your brew, and I'm the cough in your perp. My soul will still be walking this earth long after my skin and bones have passed the coffins and dirt. Maybe I'm cursed. They told me as a kid I was cursed. From where I stand, it seems like the long walk to the church. From where I stand, it feels like I could swallow the earth, spit out the seeds, and I can't really tell which option is worse. I told my doctor it hurts. He said, just pop these, hand me a script for Roxy's. It's a good thing I can't locate my car keys. I'm probably approaching my end. I miss when mushrooms touched me and dope was my friend. I am the first of Eve. I walk the sands where it hurts to breathe. 
I am the last to show up and still the first to leave. And I'm perpetually exhausted. It's awesome. Still feel like I'm gaining something every time that I've lost it. Be cautious when speaking when your thoughts is encrypted. And often be speaking to your gods when you lift it. Get off me after I get you off. You addicted to what the dick did. I'm in the wind with the quickness. The streets might not love you back. It's strictly business. The streets is always giving me hugs and many kisses. It makes me think about this line I heard as a kid that said, if you ain't been a part of shit, at least you got to witness. Fire, fire. Oh, man, why you do that little kissy thing to me, bro? <laughs> it was all good to that, man. God damn, man. You had to blow a nigga a kiss, though. Fire, though, but your ass, your ass is definitely gonna get fired. You keep recording freestyle videos at work, man. You don't get your ass back on that motherfucking line. They're like, where this nigga go? Talking about you got to use the bathroom. He in the motherfucking bathroom busting freestyle bars for the Danny Brown show. You better get your ass back to work before you get fired. I ain't going to have nothing to do with that shit, man. I, if your ass get fired, I ain't going to have nothing to do with that shit, man. Straight up, man. All right, let's spin the motherfucking wheel. Quarantine. Man, that was one of the saddest times of my life. It was really dark. It got really dark for quarantine with me. Only reason because I had went through a real huge, I went through a real huge breakup, like a real bad breakup. And then, um, you know, I fucking, I moved out. I moved out of my house and went and got like um, a Frasier ass. I thought I was like living like Frasier. Got me a nice little downtown condo. I was like, yes, I'm about to be a hoe. All the bitches going to pull up. Nah, shit, COVID shut shit down. <laughs> and then the way my, um, and then where I lived at, the way it was, like they shut the entire building down. You couldn't even have no fucking guests. Like you couldn't have people come over type shit. I mean, I was still sneaking motherfuckers in, but you wasn't supposed to have nobody over and shit. So it was just sad, man. I was in that bitch. So and not only if I just went through a crazy breakup, so... You know, my first time being alone. Actually, my first time ever living by myself. I always lived with a girl, to be honest. But just living by myself. And I guess, man, during that time, I will say that's where the drinking really started to get real bad. I started drinking like every fucking day. I mean, it was nothing to do. Just getting high and shit. Sitting around. Um, and it just got dark, man. I was real depressed, real sad. And then I was like, man... It ain't really nothing I can, nothing else I can do. All my shows got canceled. I was pretty much playing every festival that summer, like all the big festivals and shit. My album had just came out. That was the saddest part about it for me. It was that my album just came out in November. I toured it. I toured it in the States, and I had a UK tour planned, and, you know, Australia and all that. And, you know, I was playing every festival that summer, like I said, and then by March, everything just shut down, you know? Like, I even had a huge, this is going to be a huge show that year, South by Southwest, me and Baby King. Like, just a lot of cool shit was, you know, so then I missed out on a shit ton, shit ton of money, and I was just sitting at the crib, man, so I was like, man, I ain't, I ain't nothing else I can really do but fucking make music, so just went right back in, started writing, started recording and shit, I went and got me an Adderall script, <laughs> and I just used to fucking take Adderall and fucking write all day, and I recorded the album, the album is done, you know, hopefully you guys hear it soon, you know, so... Really excited. I mean, I know by the time y'all hear this, the um, the the JPEG Mafia Danny Brown album will be out, Scaring the Hoes Volume 1. We're really excited about that. I mean, we've just been going back and forth on the mixing, man. Mixing is hard. And I'm not the one, like, I don't really got it. In, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not like a, a engineer type, you know? So, 
you know, we've been going back and forth on the mixes. I actually owe Peggy some notes right now. I was listening to the album last night and, you know, taking down notes and shit and, you know, last minute fixes that we can do. And my dumb ass took some mushrooms. Like, oh, I'm going to take some mushrooms so I can hear the music a little better. I want to feel it. Next thing I know, I ain't even, I was, the note is still up. I ain't even fucking <laughs> sent him the message. So I'm going to have to FaceTime him after this, tell him sorry. Because I know Peggy be like, he getting tired of my ass with this shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, Lean B. Patty, I came out and everybody was going, I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people was complaining about the mix and all that shit. But to me, man, like just listening to the album, I really feel like the production is like, um, like, it's like the big deal, like to be honest. And when you think about it, I think that's what a lot of people would consider me and Peggy as like, um, you know, weird alternative rappers or whatever the fuck. It's just because of the production choice. If you listen to what we're actually saying, we're saying the same shit every other fucking rapper say. But it's just a production choice. So I think at the um, end of the day, um, you know, that's the star of the show of this album. So I really feel like um, people kind of going too crazy. Like, y'all understand that this is Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. The shit is not supposed to be mixed like a fucking Macklemore album. The shit's supposed to be a little grimy and dirty and little blown out and fucking distorted in some sense. So hopefully you guys, you know, I mean, but we cleaning it up as much as we can and, you know, to get it to sound cool. But I I ain't really have a problem with it. And, but that's mine. That's because it's me. I know every fucking thing I'm saying. I've seen a lot of people like, I don't even understand what the fuck Danny's saying. I think, nigga, that's like a normal conversation. If you talk to me half the time, you'd be like, I don't know what that motherfucker just said. I go through that shit a lot with my girl. Sometimes I can just tell, like, we'll be talking, I'll just say some shit, and then she'll just be like shaking her head with like a little look on her face. like. <laughs> but I know to myself she don't know what the fuck I just said. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess everything just come out like, you know what I'm saying? And she's like, you talk so fast and... And I guess it's, it's gotten to the point where she, um, she tired of saying, what you say? Like, what you say? And I say it again. She's like, uh, what did you say? She's like, it's almost like you speak another language sometime. But that's all, um, I think that's just uh, 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 my Detroit accent. I know a lot of people don't really feel like Detroit have accents but, or Michigan in general, but we do. You can, I can tell when a motherfucker talk. They from Detroit all, all the way. It's just like, I don't know. We talk a, a little faster I want to say to most people, and uh, and it's kind of quiet too. I think for the most part, that's what it is. She be like, sometimes we in conversation, like you, she like you, you be the loudest motherfucker in the room all the time. But then when it's like you know, you sit down and just being normal and talking, can't, can't nobody fucking understand what you're saying. You talk too low, you talk too fast. So, I mean, yeah, man, I guess it, I guess it works out in, in some sense when you know, when you're talking to people you don't really want to talk to. But I think the. Uh, the whole talking low thing for me, I think that came from jail. Like when you in jail, you kind of, you know, you kind of, you know, everybody's so fucking nosy. So it's like if you sit next to a person or y'all talking, y'all kind of like keep a low tone and like keep the conversation between y'all two so don't nobody else hear it. So I really think that kind of stuck with me. That was one of those things. But um, far as far as that, man, that's, um, I, I do, I do say um, accents is, you know, that's kind of what makes like, like me, when I first met my girl, she got that real Texas down south. Like, hey, y'all, what's up? You know what I'm saying? I was, oh, that shit's so fucking sexy. You know what I'm saying? But it is some, I told you, I, I do have, sometimes I can't watch certain porns just based on accents, you know? Like, uh, yeah, it gets weird, man. Like, sometimes you ever watch those um, German porns, it's like, oh, bitch, everybody just sounds like Hitler or something, man. I can't, I can't get, I can't get jiggy with that shit, man. I can't get jiggy with that shit. But yeah, um, for the most part, man, um, I've, I've been um, playing a lot of Metroid Prime. <laughs> 
video game reviews. I got to say, I got my um, Steam Deck fully emulated everywhere, man. I want to say, um, I used to, I play Metroid, like the beginning Metroids and shit, and like, you know, Nintendo, but I, I think I just missed the whole GameCube era of Metroid, and I can't believe how fucking good this game is to be so old, you know what I'm saying? So it, it kind of, you know, let me know that I got to kind of go back on a lot of games that I missed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there you go. He's a bad motherfucker. I forgot. Metroid is a bitch. Wasn't that the craziest shit? I feel like that really did a lot for gender relations. You know what I'm saying? Used to be fucking. And, but then I kind of, once I realized that Samus was a bitch, I was like, damn, she is thick in those little, you know, little red pants and shit. Them little. Now in Prime, though, it's like more of a robot suit. And then if you thought about it, like, damn, you do walk a little gay. <laughs> so all that time, I'm like, Metroid really was a bitch, man. Shouts out to Samus. I mean, yeah, it's really dope, though. So I'm sorry. I never, I, I know y'all probably like, ah, motherfucker. I'm just, I didn't get the Jesus game yesterday. I forgot about that shit. But yeah, so I'll let y'all know about my review of Jesus Christ that's coming soon, man. I'm definitely going to um, cop that. Look at it. That's fire. Where y'all get this from? <laughs> that just feels like, oh. Like, I feel like I'm that nigga with this. I got God on my side. You get what I'm saying? I'm about to defeat it. I thought you'd like this one. <laughs> oh, do it for the Lord. <laughs> my nigga, Eddie dropping beasts. Shouts out, Eddie. Y'all think I'm joking, man. I live right across the street from, like, um, a huge-ass fucking church. I know you see them a lot in Texas. I'm talking about churches that be fucking blocks and blocks long. And, um... It, it, you know, it's connected, you know, got the school and all that shit and all that. And every Sunday, you know, I always thought to myself, I bet you that's some white ass people, like a whole bunch of white people. Like, you know, white church is different than, than, than niggas at church. Niggas at church, we be getting down on that bitch. Only thing about um, black people church, it be kind of going on too long, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit be like hours, man. Then they want you to stay and talk. I used to hate going to church with my grandma. Just based on that sole reason, because, you know, every time you go to church, at the church, you're going to go hit, like, some type of old country buffet or, you know what I'm saying, a Ponderosa. You know what I'm saying? Them type of restaurants. You know what I'm saying? So we, I'd be hungry. Like, come on, girl. Let's get the fuck out of here. And she'd be sitting around just fucking talking to motherfuckers all day, just talking and talking. And then before you know it, they fuck around and got food at the church. Now you got a steak at fucking church eating that fucking chicken and rice and shit. You know what I'm saying? Which I, I never complain. But the Filipino church, I would tell you. Filipino church, they have a whole pig on the table every Sunday. I love that shit. I ain't gonna lie, man. Shouts out to my Filipinos, man. They had donuts and shit. Filipinos do it right. but And we eat at church. I, just one thing I would say I used to hate, too, about the Filipino church. Because we eat at church, and then she want to go to one of her friend's house, and they cook again. And they eat again. I love me some um, stick rice, so I wasn't ever complaining. But, you know, I was a black kid hanging around a whole bunch of Filipinos. And we and it, it was Sunday. You know what Sunday is back in the day. It was motherfucking The Simpsons and Living Color, all that shit. I used to want to watch that shit. But the Filipinos wouldn't let me watch that. They wouldn't, you know, they was real strict on, on some, like, Filipinos are. They really church and real strict. And they ain't into that listening to that um, rapidy rap shit all loud and shit. Even though I would say once, once I got into high school. Um, I used to, uh, my, my, my grandma used to take me to school every day, which was hilarious because she would drop me off at school. I would walk right in the door and walk right out the back door. <laughs> but every time I'd go buy some weed shit, hang with the homies. But, um, every time, you know, during our morning drive, I would always play whatever, um, 
latest uh, you know tape I had at the time. And I remember one time I had Devin the Dude. That was a poor choice for me to be playing um, around my grandma. But you know, I'm a teenager. You don't give a fuck when you get the, you know you get that rebellious in you. And half the time, you know, my Filipino grandma, it's it, she can't understand what they're saying. You know, she don't really. It just sounds like rippity rap, 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 rap. You know, how old people probably hear rap. They don't hear no words. They just like what the fuck. And I remember I was listening to one of my favorite Devin and Dude songs, which is called Show Me What That Pussy Made For. <laughs> and in the hook, they go, no need for us saving these hoes. Show them what that pussy made for. <laughs> it's actually one of the funniest rap songs you can hear if you, ever, uh, if you guys go check it out. The song is actually about Devin Homeboy hit him up. And he's like, I got these hoes over here, man. They ready to fuck. Pull up, pull up. Shouts out to Devin, Texas legend. I would love, Devin, if you see this, I would love for you to come on the show, man. That would be an honor. I know you're actually out here in you know, South by Southwest, so. But yeah, but the, the, the title of the song, oh yeah, or whatever. But the concept of the song is Devin Homeboy hits him up and he's like, man, these hoes is ready to fuck. Pull up. You know Devin, old horny, freaky ass, he can't wait. He excited. So he goes over to the crib and he get there and uh, his, this is his exact word. What the fuck is this big thick neck bitch here man i should have bought a 16 ounce beer because the nigga had two fat hoes but the funny part about the funny part about his homeboy is he tell him in the song like like at least these hoes at least these hoes fat and cute you know what i'm saying like what do you mean not skinny and ugly you know that's what he say he's like at least these hoes fat and cute so nigga what's up you know fuck the skinny ugly asshole so nigga what's up he says so many good lines in the song, too. He says, stretch marks on her titty like a road map. <laughs> Ho says she needs some Maybelline. Well, at least she keep her navel clean. <laughs> so, yeah, I was listening to this song with my grandma, and I remember she pulled up, she dropped me off at school, and she just like, show me what that pussy made for. Huh. And I was like, yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little awkward. So then I just stopped um, listening to certain songs like that around her. Because I'm pretty sure that was just stuck in her head all day. Like, you know, my grandma would. Like, I remember uh, she would hear certain songs and she would just, you know, she it just stick in her brain. You know, she might hear a song on the radio and before you know it, you would hear her singing it. I remember one point in time, she was a huge Flo Rider fan. She loved that, low, 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 low. Imagine a Filipino lady, you hear her singing that. She get low, 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 low. She would always sing that. Cause my grandma, she actually is a... Um, uh, you know, she do tailoring and shit. She great at sewing, and she used to work at the cleaners and shit, and I think I used to just be playing the radio on the cleaners, and before I knew it, she's singing Flow Rider and shit. Like, what the fuck? I love my grandma. Shout out. This been, this been about my grannies today, huh? Shout out my grannies, man. Let's spend the wheel one more motherfucking time. Star Wars. That's kind of crazy, though. I'm, I only I only seen the first Star Wars. I mean, well, the Luke, I'm your father. I only saw that one. I ain't seen no other ones after that. But um, I I can't say I'm really into Star Wars like that. I'm just not into space shit, you know. As a black man, you know. I think um, I told you, gay niggas in outer space. Yeah, gay niggas in outer space is like my Star Wars, I guess. Or, um, I don't know, man. I've just never been into um, space shit. But I will say, um, 
Oh. Just never been in a spaceship. So I don't know, man. Star Wars is a, uh, that's a tricky one. Y'all niggas, I'm pretty sure, y'all, I know the dive ass why Star Wars. Fuck you, dude. I've never seen a Star Wars. <laughs> I've never seen a full Star Wars, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> it's the glasses, man. It's the glasses. I've only been around for like three years, four years. I know any, any, any of you saw the Star Wars? Nah, I'm, I'm with you. I saw the first one. And then that's I was it. Like, I don't need the other so ones. So Zolo, you for the, you for the, you for the win? I've seen a few. <laughs> And you the one that I would think hasn't watched any Star really? Wars. Yeah. I've seen the old, I haven't seen the new ones. Oh, you haven't seen none of the new ones? Uh, Yeah, I'm definitely behind on those. I haven't seen no Star Wars. I haven't watched any of like the uh, Marvel movies. I haven't seen not one of those. Which, I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't seen. I mean, um, one time I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy on a plane. I was like, shit, shit kind of tight. Like, it wasn't. I'm like, this shit kind of tight. So it made me want to... Um, See more Marvel movies, I mean, but for the most part, it's too many because I wanted to understand the whole universe and you know how every movie play off each other in some sense. But you could just watch a YouTube video that that, that breaks it all down and tells you all about the shit. That's kind of how, um, you know, The Last of Us just finished, you know, and I, I loved it. I ain't gonna lie. I loved it, but it was almost like I was kind of like wanting to rush because I know what's happening. I know what's coming. So it was almost like, yeah, I was like, I was kind of rushing, like couldn't wait to certain shit to happen. But I told my girl, though, because she really into it. I'm like, oh, she get gay later. <laughs> she get real gay later. Shots out to my LGBTQs. But yeah, so the Infinity Saga, phase two, phase three. And it's still There's going on. 40 movies already. And it's still going on. Because even when you watch the YouTube video that, you know, breaks down all this shit and, and you know, and let you know what's going on. That shit's like two, three hours. But yeah. I feel I feel really bad for someone that um, seen every last single one of these on the first day. Can't like, damn, nigga, you ain't got no bitches. <laughs> you can't, you can't have any bitches if you saw every fucking Marvel Universe movie the first day it came out. Or you are, or or you got a nerdy ass bitch too, and she going with you. That's the only way that works out. But I don't know, man. Superhero movies in general are just like after you get a certain age, it's just like, man, what the fuck are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? For the most part, I'm not really a cinema guy. I'm more so like I like documentaries. Um, even when I watch TV, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm definitely in the wrong. I know I shouldn't be watching that bullshit because it's fucking garbage for my brain. But I watch a lot of fucking reality TV, like fucking TLC, which is crazy, man, to me that um, like all these channels have turned to this. TLC used to be the fucking learning channel. I'm on that motherfucker watching 60 Day Fiance, all type of bullshit. Like, what does this got to do with anything? What am I learning on this, man? So, and then I've watched, uh, if you want to really get gangster, man, you watch that Wii Network. And they be having, like, fucking growing up hip-hop. Wii Network is some nigga shit, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. That They got the fucking loving hip-hop shit and the motherfucking uh, Tony Braxton and them, the Braxtons on that bitch wilding out. But my favorite, of course, is fucking love after lockdown. Because, um... Yeah, love after lockup, all that shit, man. Um, them motherfuckers, you just know they, you just know they criminals, man. And I, and I, and I say myself, oh yeah, right here, fat girl, right here. This, this, oh uh, man, this, this story arc right here has been getting amazing, man. Yeah, cause with the, yeah, man, y'all got to see that. I don't want to. Yeah, they had, they had a big fight last week too. Knocked her fat ass sister down. That shit was crazy, man. For real, man, that shit was crazy. <laughs> But yeah, but the crazy part about Love at the Lockup to me is just that um, Life at the Lockup, whatever the fuck it's called. The crazy shit about that is like, um, 
you know, people go on that show and it's like, it ain't like you like, uh, like, I don't, I don't know if it helps your life like that. <laughs> like, what do you do after this? You know what I'm saying? Everybody be like, that, that motherfucker gonna love at the lockup. You know what I'm saying? It's like, then I heard they only get like $2,000 an episode. The, the finessers, I will say, is the motherfuckers that's on TLC. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause they got like a, 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 a wheel of like different shows. Like you can be doing a tell-offs and doing all that. Like it's motherfuckers that was on a reality show one time. Now they've been with this network for down there five, six years. So shouts out to them keeping that bag going. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, love at the lockup. That's my shit, man. That's my shit. Me and my girl watch it every Friday night. That's our thing. So yeah, we'll get up out of here. Matt, just spin the wheel one more time and then we'll get up out of here. I've, I'm, I'm trying to land on that rodeos. God damn it. <laughs> Bam! In and Out is amazing. And the reason why I love In and Out is because the lettuce wraps. You know what I'm saying? You get the lettuce wrap burger with everything and all that shit is fucking amazing. But down here in Austin, Texas, a lot of people tell me uh, I need to stop calling it Austin, Texas because it don't seem like I'm going to fucking be here that much when I call it down here. It's Austin, nigga. But down here in Austin, Texas... They got a thing called P. Terry's. Y'all hit the P. Terry's? Yeah. Yeah, the P. Terry's is, ooh. ooh. I think that's their version of In-N-Out. They got the P. Terry's too, and they got that Freddy's. Y'all ever fucked with the Freddy's the, um, the, with the, um, the custard shakes and all that shit? No. Oh, man, that shit fucked my stomach up, man. They do got some fire-ass french fries. They got these skinny-ass fucking french fries. Like, all my, my, um, my, um, my DJ, Skywalker, producer, Strenier, yeah, there you go, Freddy Steak Burger. That motherfucker be jumping. But yeah, I be fucking my stomach up with them um, custard shakes and all that shit, though. I can't be eating that shit, but I, it's almost like, look, they got a birthday cake shake. It's almost like I can't help myself, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I got my, um, I've actually been on, like I told you, um, my girl been at the crib, so she been cooking every night. And I've, I've actually just seen myself lose weight. Just from not eating any fucking DoorDash fast food and all that shit. And I've actually just been eating good. You know, we've been eating healthier. And I've actually just been losing weight fucking just doing that, which is fucking insane. But I say that to say Skywalker ass is here. And he's sending me a long fucking text message like, nigga, I want pluckers, P. Terry's. I got to get the Freddy steak burger. I got to fucking, I got to go to fucking Torchies. I got, this nigga's on a fucking food extravaganza and fucking hitting all the fucking um, trucks and all this and that. Then he's like, nigga, and you got to make ribs on Sunday before I go. I'm like, God damn, nigga. So shouts out my boy Skywalker. I'm about to go hang with them in a minute, man. I miss my homies, so it's good that they're in town for South by Southwest. It's going to be great. But yo, I'm about to get up out this motherfucker, man. I love y'all niggas, man. See y'all next week. Same time, same back channel. You already know how I go. Love y'all motherfuckers. Peace out.